What's going on, guys? You're listening to the You Can Miss Me With That podcast. My name is Luther O'Kell. I am here with Krishna, a very multi-talented human being. Um, let's let's just run down a list of the stuff that you just do. Um, you work for Parks and Rec. Yep. Uh, you are a professional football player. We'll call it professional. I, I, I deem it a little more semi-pro, but okay. we'll, we'll, I'm going to take it. Somebody gives you money to catch or hit people. Um, Actually, I get to give them money to catch and hit people. We'll talk about it. Okay. We're gonna cover this. All right. We, I should look. I barely had a chance to look at your resume because when you sent it to me and how busy I've been, especially start school. Yeah. So this is gonna be basically on fly, but I am excited uh, to have you on the podcast because of all the different things that you do. We're in this very enclosed space yeah. at the Waldo Branch of the Library. Next time we're going back to the Plaza or renting a bigger room. <laughs> we're getting to know each other here. <laughs> so either way, uh, can you tell the people a little bit about you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, my name is Krishna Lee. I grew up here in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, I was actually a KCPS kid through eighth grade. What's up? Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I went preschool through eighth grade at Holiday Montessori. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I went to O'Hara High School, which mm-hmm. doesn't exist anymore. Um, school closed down a couple of years. Shame with the dick to your boy. Man. But you know, that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, did a you know a few sports there, uh, track and field, basketball. And then um, I went to University of Missouri and did track and field there as a thrower through shot, disc, and hammer. Competed for a year post-collegiately and was a volunteer assistant coach and then did my master's degree there as well. Coached a couple years um, with the Mizzou track and field team and then wanted to get back here, back to family and everything. So I moved back to Kansas City in 2015. Worked for the NAIA National Office for about a year. Yeah, great people down there. I love Mm -hmm. y'all. And uh, and then I've been in my current role with Kansas City Parks and Recreation for three years. So what exactly do you do with Parks and Rec? Well, besides knowing the difference between a bee (laughs) and a Japanese bee, there's a story behind that. And the people that was there, so Nicole, you listening, you understand. You know. You also, know. Yeah, shout out to Nicole for putting us together. She has her hands all over this season. It really seems like she's just like your background producer. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll take stuff. it. She knows what she's doing. So yeah. I, I really got to thank her uh, for all the hard work she put in and helping me because I actually had somebody drop out. That's why I had the open spot. Man. And then you just slide right in, so you, you're helping a boy out. I, you know, I got your back. No That's worries. What I'm yeah, about. sis got my back. Yeah, what's up? So yeah. Um, oh, this is Nicole. Love, we done. I, we'll talk to you. We'll we're talk finished. To, yeah, we'll talk about you later. <laughs> so can you tell us exactly what you do with uh, Parks and Rec? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm the athletics director for Parks and Rec. So mm-hmm. I uh, organize and run youth sports leagues, adult leagues. Um, I'm involved with our, our field rentals. Um, and then work with some of our partner organizations on some field activities as well. All right. So when, when the first thing I thought of was like you obviously you go to the fields a lot to, to, to check them out and all that. What if you go in there like uh, you remember like a month ago when the, the huge f- a parent fight over like a kids game, like a little league game? Man. And they was throwing, but they was throwing. I was like, first of all, I can't just imagine. I just first of all, they're like what, six, seven. Pa- parents in youth sports. <laughs> I tell you what, like, nothing makes me shake my head harder. I'm talking crap, but, like, the minute I have a kid, he's playing football, I'm going to be right there, like, too. Right, like, Luther, sit down. Why they doing my son like that? You know he better than you, Chad. Right. <laughs> Next thing you know, y'all tussling in the stands. <laughs> <laughs> but can you talk about, um, obviously, the 
all the different uh, the hard work that goes into making sure that the youth leagues that uh, since you do you probably just do yearly partnerships with most of the same organizations yeah describe all the work that goes into that coordination and obviously when things happen like parents are throwing down because Timmy uh, struck out when they thought it was a ball yeah even though the pitcher just like look they've been there 12 minutes he can't throw he's eight years old yeah so um you know what luckily we've we've been really uh blessed with like some great parents in our organization Mm -hmm. and um you know there's there's stuff from time to time but for the most part um since I've been there, it's been pretty chill, which mm-hmm. has been really nice. Um, and we do work with a lot of partner organizations. We like we work with the Boys and Girls Club, um, work with you know North Kansas City Area Baseball, mm-hmm. um, Three and Two Baseball. Man, there's a ton. I'm sorry if I left any y'all out because I know I did. But mm-hmm. um, you know that that's a lot of coordination on my end on the front end in like November when all of our partner organizations are looking for space and what they want and they're getting their requests in and I'm working through like conflicts and just trying to make sure everybody gets as much of what they want and need as they can so all right so does you take does your work take you all over the city yeah absolutely so we have over 100 baseball diamonds alone mm-hmm. in uh Kansas City Parks and Recreation so um that in conjunction with our you know football fields and soccer fields mm-hmm. and cricket and uh what? They'd be playing cricket out there? Man, Minor Park. Minor I, I Park. Gotta, gotta They're out there. Park. Yeah, get out there. Mm-hmm. They're out there like every night. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. So, um, and we work with Midwest Cricket and they, you know, help maintain that field and just do a great job of programming out there. So, you know, they actually hold an expertise that I most certainly do not have. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where some of those partnerships come in where, you know, cricket's not something that we're probably going to offer, but we're going to work with somebody else. That, we're able to do some of that stuff on our grounds. So how closely do you work with like the Chiefs or the Royals or the Sporting? Oh, I wish I worked closer with them. You know? <laughs> <laughs> some yeah. tickets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially this season. Yeah, man. I, I, I had um, one of the people I work with, he's a season ticket holder for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, your boy had to your boy had to dip a little bit to them savings get them season to. tickets this year. I'm sitting there like yeah, does my kid really need to go to college that first year? No, just, they don't. And I'm just like, I didn't realize it was that deep. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> but, it's serious out yeah. here. Kansas City's excited. They are, but I mean, y'all just forget that I know Nicole, I know we say, Nicole, it happened. Tom Brady beat y'all twice. He beat y'all twice. What is hap- What is happening? No. Why are we bringing up Tom Brady? Because he beat y'all twice. What is going on Because he beat y'all twice. You know what? We in this real be- small room, Luther. Hey, look. <laughs> Look, we already said before, like you won, like, so that's it. Like I ain't gonna fight back. He just—I'm just telling you what happened last year. Y'all can blame D Ford or whatever, but it happened. But all I'm all I'm saying is that Chiefs fan need to calm down. Just calm down a little bit. We just, will not calm down. Okay, then zero chill. It's gonna be y'all acting like y'all haven't just held L's constantly, like terrible L's. I don't know. Last year y'all lost the Patriots. The year before that, what was it? Was Mariota beat y'all by throwing passes to himself? That didn't happen. Yeah, look, look I'm, I, no, I'm no, not no, trying no, to start no, no stuff. No, no, I'm not trying to start no stuff. Real quick, because we had we had the Royals for how long? Okay. <laughs> we we stick with our team. Okay, you're right. We're seeing some success. I'll mess with excited. baseball. I, I'll mess with baseball. So that's how I feel about it. That's fine, man. Baseball okay. has 
Anyway, look, what did you ask me about? <laughs> How closely do you work uh, with the three major sports teams in Kansas City? Got you. Um, you know, we, we've actually probably the, the cool, one of the coolest programs that we've done mm-hmm. um, is in partnership with the Chiefs and their Play 60 program. Mm-hmm. And um, we've done a, like, a, all abilities play 60 activity at uh, 9th and Van Brunt, which is one of our um, it's actually a soccer field it's mm-hmm. our turf field so oh, yeah. artificial turf so we get out there and we have kids of all ability levels uh, in chairs walker like everything mm-hmm. out there being able to go through drills and have a lot of fun and have a few Chiefs players out there and give them some food so um, that's probably the biggest thing that we do uh, in conjunction with the Chiefs. We also partner with the Boys and Girls Club um, and do our um, goodness, our fall flag football league with them. And so we've been able to, uh, thanks to Wayne and King over at the Boys and Girls Club, because he's worked really hard mm-hmm. in uh, developing some of those relationships as well. So we've been able to hold the championship games of our flag football uh, league out at like the Chiefs practice facility and everything. Okay. So the kids are, you know, beaming out there, the Chiefs playing and everything. I'm like, shoot, let me come out here. Let me practice and play out here. It's nice. Well, thank you so much now that we got the Casey Parks wreck out of the way. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, we got to get that out. Football. Tell me. Tell me <laughs> how you started uh, being in this league. Yeah. And why you still playing. How, how come you're paying them to catch and hit people? Man, all right. Because you are, first of all, for the people who are going to see this, she's an incredible, she looks like she could play, like, tomorrow, because she looks great. You're in incredible shape. Obviously, you, still, you take care of yourself, you take care of your body. I'm low-key a little jealous, but even, even when I play ball, I didn't take care of my body that well. But I, there's some, like, real Beyonce hair flips happening in here, y'all. <laughs> Feeling good. Thank you very much for the compliment. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I actually, uh, when I moved back here... Mm-hmm was feeling a little lost because I've been and I mean you'll be able to attest to this like identified as an athlete my whole life and did that and uh, when I retired from throwing that was a change but I was still coaching collegiate athletics so you know that that kind of fire that competition was still there for me and when I moved up here I didn't have that and I kind of lost a bit of that identity and it was a real uh, real interesting thing to be able to go through that but I was playing some recreational indoor soccer. Um, not a soccer player. Soccer wouldn't be the first thing. If you told me a sport that you that you play, I'm like, you don't. Not soccer? soccer. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's roughly what it was. I was mm-hmm. getting a good workout. I was having fun with friends. Mm-hmm. I was running people over accidentally because, you know, they get mm-hmm. in my way and I can't slow this down. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I was playing one night. Me and this other girl were just like, Man, just running up and down the field, just like pushing each other. Mm-hmm. Like clearly, neither one of us are real soccer players, and we're just out there, just like mm-hmm. tussling. And uh, at one point, we're running down. She goes, uh, "Hey, do you want to play football?" And I was like, ha. "And she was like, no, for real. We have tryouts coming out in two weeks." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Tell me more. What's going on?" And she was like, "I play for the Kansas City Titans. Mm-hmm. Like, I've heard of them." She said, yeah, come out in two weeks, come try out, and, uh, you know, we'll see. So I went out to tryouts and was like, yeah, this is it. This is what I need in my life. Um, My dad actually was a college football player. He coached football uh, at the high school level forever. So I was always 
like his little sidekick. Like in Remember the Titans, you know, mm-hmm. the little daughter, like I was Hayden Pantier. Oh, like, okay. I was I was the girl on the sidelines. Yeah. Like, yeah, hit him, let's go. Like, I can do that drill better than you. This is what a three point stance looks like. You know, you know, you know what I hate most about that movie? Is when she tries to like become I know they become friends, but we should try to become friends with Denzel's daughter. And she's like you know, oh, this, and he, he's running the fastest 40 in the state. She's just looking at her like, I don't care. Then why are you there? <laughs> why are you there? She's poor dad. You know you get dragged she along ain't even places. Watching. You know she you get dragged along places as a kid. Your right. parents are like, no, we're doing this. I got dragged to shopping with my mom. I was like, can I go to football practice with dad, though? You know, like, you just got to do what your parents tell you. Then grab a doll and play with a doll, man. Okay? You're wasting hand. Yeah, you're wasting her time. You're wasting my time that I'm watching this movie. I, I just get frustrated with her. But then she gets it, like you know. But she's into it a little. Like she, she turns it a you, little. You don't bit. know why? Because Hayden bringing all the juice. She, <laughs> she did bring. She all bring the all the juice, <laughs> and some of it just spilled into her. That's so she fine. getting a little bit too. Well, she ain't got no juice by herself. But that happens. You got to like you got to spark the flame somewhere. Sure. He's not sold, y'all. No. His face is telling me he's not sold on this, but that's fine. I'm saying that we watched it the other day. FX. It was weird because my uh, my roommate has PlayStation View, so we just come on. And we just like, all right, we're gonna watch this, this and it's like, it. yeah. Oh, it's a good just, one. And then immediately, like, hadn't watched in a couple of years. I'm just like, I'm very frustrated <laughs> with this girl. Come on. Oh my god. That's fun. You know, we gotta have people that. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So it's um came out and it was I was like oh yeah this is exactly what I'm looking for um but you know we have a we we play in the WFA which is the Women's Football Alliance Mm -hmm. and there's like 60 plus teams in our league Mm -hmm. nationwide which is awesome there's a couple of leagues that play 11s um the WNFC and um there's another one that just right over my head I forgot the name but um and then there's a couple leagues that are like eight women leagues as well so there's a lot of women's football being played but um as far as like support goes mm-hmm. that's something that's still building so uh yeah all of us pay player fees so that you know obviously the league can still run and the league could run so that we can have a place to play mm-hmm. um you know we pay for our travel we, we work hard to do fundraisers and get sponsors and stuff but uh a lot of us are paying out of pocket to mm-hmm. be able to you know Participate in a sport that we really enjoy. So, can you talk? Uh, can you describe like the season, the season structure, your travel? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So, in in our league in the WFA, you get four home games and four away games in the regular season. So, we uh, and that starts in April. So, we're usually, I mean, we're doing preseason stuff right now, but start hitting it hard like first of the year mm-hmm. uh, in January, and then first weekend of April is opening weekend for games. And uh, like I said, we do four home games mixed in there. We usually have two bye weeks, so it's about a ten-week regular season. Uh, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah, for, two bye weeks. Yeah, oh. it's perfect. Um, but I mean, this year we went to Minnesota, we played the Vixen, St. Louis, and played the Slam, Denver, uh, Mile High Blaze, and then we went to Dallas and played the Dallas Elite. So about. No, I like about that. Yeah. The names of like uh, uh, the teams that like females play on are way better than like just the regular team. Yeah, because women are better. Look, I'm not trying to start them. I just said the names of the teams. Are <laughs> okay. I'm always trying to start something a little bit, but um, 
So, do you guys, I take it, you guys just take like a commercial flight, like you're off on a Southwest flight and go, do you guys have charter flights? Um, <laughs> that sounds so nice. Um, <laughs> I'm saying we, we have one, I think when I was playing in Mid-America, we had one charter flight. Was it the best thing ever? No. No? I didn't enjoy it. What? I didn't. I did because we, we flew to Oregon, maybe because how I landed, we flew to Oregon and got worked mm. for, in a playoff game. So Who did y'all like, play? Um... It wasn't Southern Oregon, but it was like the greatest quarterback we've ever seen play live. We had a great D line, like one of the best D lines in the nation at the time, and it was just like, it was just like Neo just moving through that thing, throwing touchdown passes, and we're just like, like what am I supposed to do? And then, you know, so we, and then after next week, he goes in there and beats like the number one team in the nation. And I was like, are you serious? This dude's like, we followed him. That's the only player in my entire athletic career that I've played against. I'm like, I want to follow what he does. Yeah. And um, I think he had like a tryout in the NFL. And now I think now he's playing in Canada. Okay. I'm just like, this dude was incredible. That's awesome. It's nice to see, you know, people succeed in doing stuff. And mm-hmm. when you're on a field with somebody and you recognize their and greatness. That, this guy's like, just different. Yeah. He's just different. It was so, in a way, it, it sucked, but it was a lot of fun to watch at the same time. Yeah, so. I love it. Um, yeah, for our travel... We're, we'll rent a couple vans, um, but you know, all of us are holding full-time jobs mm-hmm. and everything, so it's like we can't always leave together, so. I'm about to say, uh, how does that work with the juggling? Obviously with, with your everyday responsibilities, especially with people, obviously with, you, with, your, with your job or somebody mm-hmm. with a family, like a big family too. We, I mean, we have kids that travel, we have kids that practice. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I mean, our head coach in our, uh, our free safety. Mm-hmm. are married. They have two kids. So mm-hmm. um, one of our linebackers and our O line coach are married. They have a kid. So I mean, when I'm mm-hmm. telling you, there's kids running around in practice. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can't imagine how amazing. I, I I remember being at practice with my dad mm-hmm. and he was coaching. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine like what I would feel. Oh no, snap! Like mm-hmm. if I'm running around at practice because my mom is out there mm-hmm. playing football. Like, that's just a whole other mindset, and I love it. That is, it's very interesting to think about, to think about it that way. Yeah. And then, um, how does that, uh, I forgot the question I was going to ask, it just flew right over my head. But in, in terms of um, extra costs with, especially with, with child care and all that stuff, how does that, all that work? Man, people just make it work. I'm impressed, like, I am immensely impressed with the parents on our team. We do have a lot of parents on our team that, uh, that make it work. We have like one of our O and D line women. She she has three kids, and they're helping out at home games. Like mm-hmm. they're they're taking money at the ticket booth. They're that's running concession awesome. yeah, stands. Awesome. Like my favorite water boy Noah. He's out there like Christian. You need some water. Like, <laughs> like the the kids are doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean they're as much a part of the team as as any of the players, any of the coaches. So how many players do you have on on your team? Or what's the like, like the average number? So I think we started the season with about 35, mm-hmm. and we had a little attrition. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we ended it, man, our last game, we might have had like 25 people. I was tired. Right. <laughs> Bruh. And, you, and yours is 11, right? Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. Bruh. So, yeah. And I mean, but... Oh, that's like high school football over again. I tell you what. And, and that's not... You know, necessarily typical. It's just mm-hmm. you know where we fell this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, there's other teams that we played this year that were that actually maxed out their their roster at 85. Oh, okay. So it's you know, 
size of the city, mm -hmm. amount of interest, you know, amount of getting your name out there so women know that this is a sport they can do. Um, there's an opportunity for them. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it, there's there's a lot that goes into it, but you know, we're we're a good group. We're a tight knit group that we, uh, you know, we know that we're we're going into battle with 25. We're going into battle with 25, and that's how it's going down. Okay, so Nicole could not stop singing your praises because she she wouldn't stop telling me that you are accomplished on the field. So can you tell us a little bit of the work that you put in? Yeah, I'm gonna get her some pom poms because she's a good cheerleader. Yeah, she's, she's great. I appreciate it. She, she just gets you like whatever that is that, <laughs> that starts like just feeling good in your chest. She just yeah, knows how to access. Just real warm. Yeah, I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. um, the work that I put in. Mm -hmm. oh, actually, before yeah, what was that, that question? Well, what positions do you actually play? Got you. Mm -hmm. uh, so defensively, mm -hmm. we play linebacker. Um, we've played in a. Four two sets, so I played the strong side linebacker mm -hmm. um, for the most part. Uh, offensively, fullback. I'm, I'm, I'm she, like that flex player. Yeah, on she just hits people. When you see her, you're like, yeah, yeah. That's probably what she does. That's probably what she does. Only on the football field, y'all. I'm very nice in the streets. <laughs> I've seen you one time in the streets, and we was out here trying to distinguish between these and Japanese beetles and whether or not they're dangerous or not. So I kept everybody safe this one. Also, except for that one that wasn't the Japanese beetle, we was freaking out about it. But um, uh, but yeah, no, fullback, tight end, mm -hmm. slot receiver, mm -hmm. tailback if necessary. I played force four snaps at center this year. That was a good time. <laughs> I'm talking. I played uh, my first year of, of playing football. I started in high school. I started at left guard mm. most of the year, and they were like, no, I looked. At, I was like 140 pounds. I was looking at you like, man, this, this guy really slimmed down from left guard status. <laughs> and I started at strong safety to finish the year. So and that was always fun. Like, oh, we stop him on offense and just like three people just stay on the field. Like, ah, we got this. We can do this. And we feel good. Yeah. And probably by like halfway to second quarter. Never mind. <laughs> I need I need it. Please take me Tap out. Tap the helmet. I need yeah. it. But um, can you? T I was I was asking a bit. Can you talk a little bit about your accolades? Because Nicole dove in a little bit, but you're a very accomplished player, from what she has told me. She's nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I just finished my fourth season. Mm -hmm. uh, my first season, I was All American, first team All American at fullback, and then. The next, the last three seasons, I've made first team All American at linebacker. So how did how do they determine? Do they uh, is it just your league votes or like the whole nation? No, I, I believe that's a league vote. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we have um, like there's three divisions in the league, so there's like D one, D two, D three, mm -hmm. and they choose a certain number of people from each division to make uh, to get those. Well, I'd say can you uh, can you describe your facilities too in terms of because obviously. Look, I'm, I'm saying like just basic in terms of athletic trainers, mm -hmm. things like that. Like, what 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 does your league comprise of? So, it I, a lot of it varies team to team. Mm -hmm. um, we were able to um, utilize Van Horn High School mm -hmm. this last year for our practice facility, which is amazing. Um, our free safety is their head volleyball coach, and they were just incredible in working with us and when you know high school stuff wasn't going on allowing us uh, opportunities to you know utilize the all seasons you know artificial chart field mm -hmm. utilize the weight room um, our quarterback is actually a, a trainer 
and uh, like right now it's working at F45 mm-hmm. and um, so she was taking us through weight room workouts together which um, a lot of people are doing stuff on their own as well but it's it's, it's nice, nice to do it yeah yeah exactly so we, we were able to do that in like the preseason and like early season um, and then of course soccer season started for the high school so mm-hmm. it was kind of hit and miss if we were out there or utilizing another field somewhere else so um, yeah I mean it's a it's a balancing act for sure to mm-hmm. to be able to find the facilities if you have to pay for them be able to pay for them and that's coming out of our players fees mm-hmm. um, you know if we have athletic trainers and stuff we do have those at the games but we don't have their practice um, we have coaches that have some expertise in that or mm-hmm. have we actually have one coach that has been an athletic trainer in the past okay. um, so we, we have her expertise there in practice but uh, we bring some people in for our home games in order to make sure we're, we're covered there I, I take it obviously when you go away the team is it the home team supposed to provide athletic trainers for the they'll, they'll provide yeah they won't I mean they'll come out on the field and make sure you're okay and stuff mm-hmm. Uh, they, they're not always going to tape your ankles in the, yeah, <laughs> in the locker room. I was going to say, I take it you guys bring your own too. I, Coach Jules mm-hmm. takes okay. us up. Okay. Yeah, she casts my ankles actually. I can't, <laughs> I'm like, just get them as tight as you can so I can <laughs> not walk out of here. I'm going to need these to be functioning the whole game. Oh, man. All right, so, okay, so, uh, oh my gosh. So how, how in terms of like film, like preparation? Yeah, so, so we get... Uh, you said film? Yeah. Yeah. So everybody in the league is required to put up like their previous games film onto, um, man, it's not Huddle. We use Huddle. Why do you use Huddle as the go? We, well, we used Huddle for the first couple of years that I've been here. Mm-hmm. And then this year, I think it was the whole league switched over to uh, Crossover. Okay. Um, which is, it's, it's, they're yeah. all similar. I'm sure yeah. that there's like, I've been saying something else if there was another one, but you can't go wrong with Crossover. Yeah. Um, so we, we get that video, uh, we usually watch video on like Monday or Wednesday nights. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, so what our kind of structure looks like, preseason we're practicing Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. During the season we're practicing Tuesday, Thursday, game on Saturday, mm-hmm. and then we'll have film on like Monday or Wednesday. So it's four days a week, kind mm-hmm. of regardless of preseason or in season though if we're traveling mm-hmm. that definitely eats up a couple days there as well um but we'll get together as a team and go through film of course like i'm i'm the one that's like sitting on my lunch hour at work like phone <laughs> up taking notes mm-hmm. uh just you know trying to use my time as wisely as possible in those those free moments to get that knowledge i need to go into the next game so uh talking about like I because I'm deep in a hard knocks right now. I just watched the first ever season, and I'm watching the second one with the Dallas Cowboys in 02 or whatever. So, can you talk about the integration of like we get new like rookies and all that stuff, and how that's different? And then, and then you said that this year attrition really affected the team. Yeah. And whether or not you're worried about oh, I know that she's here, she's new, but we might lose her just because of what's going on in her personal life or work life. Man, yeah. So. We usually do a few mini camps in like November, December, mm-hmm. um, and some classroom sessions because, as you might expect, most women aren't walking onto a football field knowing the X's and O's. Like mm-hmm. you might be a football fan mm-hmm. and have watched football your whole life, but like if somebody's like, "Oh yeah, we want to we run a four-two-five defense," you're gonna be like, "Okay." <laughs> like I need y'all to be in a cover too. 
uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, a lot of doe eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, and even, I mean, I feel like I had a, a little bit of an edge because, like I said, my dad was a football coach. But, like, even me walking in the door with what I felt like was an edge, I was still like, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we, we have some classroom sessions and stuff where we really break down the basics of, um, football like this is your a gap you know like <laughs> this is what a three technique is like i mean mm-hmm. just breaking it up these this is what this position even does mm-hmm. um so people feel just like a little better once we get on the field and start really like walking through things that they have at least a little baseline knowledge um and then sometimes it's just like look this is your job just worry about that job don't worry about anything else on the field because there's a lot. There's a lot to do on a football field. There's a lot of moving parts. Um, and then getting into the season, I, I, I was I was a little shocked um, my first year that everybody that started didn't finish. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm very much a person like once I start something, mm-hmm. I'm following through. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was and and it is. I mean, you kind of said it like we have full-time jobs we have wives mm-hmm. things happen so you know there is a little fall off um and some years are worse than others mm-hmm. uh this year obviously mm-hmm. we didn't anticipate in the season with 25 people mm-hmm. um but that part yeah that can be tough but you know hopefully the sort of environment that we're trying to create like this family that we're trying to create um allows people to feel supported and, and stick around when you know maybe they they would have walked away otherwise. Okay. So, um, we're kind of winding down because I'm enjoying this. Now I'm going to go home and do more research. Because, <laughs> uh, I think we, we had a connection too because uh, you played with CJ, who I went to school yes, with. Yes, yes. Uh, um, can you just talk? Well, CJ, I actually have no idea when she'll have listened to this, but CJ, uh, she played basketball in America. Yep. Pretty good. She had an incredible J. Yeah, was, she does have a good yeah, And I was like, never want to play against you. <laughs> you. I'm gonna get cooked. And I don't need to get cooked any more than I am because I'm just an athlete. I'm not I'm not a basketball player. No, I understand that. But um it, it was awesome to see that we had that connection and even though I know about it, I think I told you I was offered a chance to coach. You didn't Titan tell day. me that. Yeah, uh, when I was a senior. Okay. But you know when you're senior, you're thinking about graduating, I got to find a job, I was doing my internship. Mm-hmm. I, I never would have had the time to come down and, and obviously give you guys the attention so that we maybe could have met earlier. Yeah, and I, way to go. Like, Look at this skinny dude trying to tell me what a receiver going to be. Get out of here, man. So it, it's just crazy to just uh, realize that, like, oh, man, we had that real could have had a really even closer connection by having CJ. So shout out to CJ wherever you're at. Yeah. Um, thank you for your service now because it's, it's incredible what yeah, she's doing. Absolutely. But um, I got some rapid fire questions for you to oh, close boy. it up. Uh, so for, I guess first things first, is there a story you, you can share on a podcast from your from your from your days playing football? Oh. I mean I know you're still going, but what can you share? Whether it's from football or your athletic career up until now. What kind of like when you when you say that you could share on a podcast that makes me think you you want something like scandalous. Look, give me whatever you want. Like I've had um, the first person I had um, for this season. His name is Beards. He's a radio producer. A ten. Okay. He told me when he was in cross country, he got hit by a car. And yeah. I was like, and he told me that, and I was like, yo, I'm cutting that off, and I'm putting that as like another segment, because I got this thing called story time, where right. I just tell like a dumb story have someone else. Like I told about. Um, like when I got pantsed 
like in sixth grade. And like, also, she has never listened to podcasts. She's like number eight. I like keeping this tally of people who've never listened to my podcast or on the podcast. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh-huh. I listened to a couple episodes. Bruh, never mind. I moved back to seven. But thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. But like the first episode, of, I, I just tell I was like, I got pants in front of this girl I really liked in sixth grade. Oh. And when I say pants, like everything. <gasps> everything. And then like, um, so since that day for probably, let's just say the last 15 years, I've been double, sh- I've been sh- always shorts on. <laughs> all the time. Nobody <laughs> catching me. that have impacted your yeah, life right Nobody <laughs> catching me slipping anymore. <laughs> like, and it's like, I would buy like extra bigger pants so that, you know, because when you see a guy who has shorts on under, you can kind of see it. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, I would buy, like, purposely bigger pants so you, you wouldn't know. <laughs> like, I, like, on my whole life shape around it. I don't like anybody named Eric because that was the name of the kid. <laughs> I'm, Eric, you, you, Eric, I don't care what you do. You could be like a doctor now saving kids. I still don't like you, man. You didn't even do that to me in front of Janine like that. I remember every person of that story. Guys, I wish y'all could see his face. He's traumatized. I, like, it, it still hurts to this day. <laughs> but, like, I'm finally to the point, like, you know what? I can't be rolling to work with like dress pants on. I got shorts on. You can't. No. No. So, you're a professional. Now. Yeah, but there's still some days. You know, I'm just like, no, I'm not feeling good today. This isn't the one. This is. I'm actually just gonna stay home. <laughs> <laughs> can't leave the house. So yeah, it's whatever you want. And if you if if, if you want to if you don't have a story now, you want to save it for a story time. Because I like having uh, people besides I'm, myself tell stories that I can put on the podcast. I'm sure I have some. Some story time stuff. This is what mm-hmm. this is what I'll say because this is something that's impacted me with football that mm-hmm. is, is pretty great. Um, so last year, I made uh, All American. Mm-hmm. I wasn't planning on going to the All American game a weekend or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually like prior to that season, our center and I like made a retirement pact. Um, oh, and so like we and, and we lost. We lost in the semifinals last year, mm-hmm. uh, which. That hurt. I feel the pain. You know, like I, could, I feel that. I never got past Thanksgiving. Man, yeah. Like, so when you yeah, man, I was new when right when you got there, like man, one more game and we in, we in, and we in it. We like we in it. We yeah. playing for it. I never got past the first time I had a taste. I played against Robert Woods and just watched him and uh, Marquise Lee just murder. Like, and you're like, wow. it, was, it was like they walked on the field. I'm like, those guys are different. Like, <laughs> and you're like, oh, oh. Like, they some really of those are. got some of those people like look like my dad. <laughs> And they're the same age as me. You're like, wait a second. And I'm just like, bro. Where'd okay. you get your grown man pills, like, like, man? It was, it was just like, this is different. Because we were always kind of good in high school. But it was just like, not whatever that is that we got to get over. We're not there. We're not there yet. We're not there. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but we, so i just bitter. Mm-hmm. Um, losing in, I mean, we had that. Anyway, I'm not even going to go to the back end. You understand. Yeah. Um, but then my, my coach called me and told me I was named Defensive Player of the Year Ooh. for our region. Yeah, so I was like, man, I guess I need to go to Atlanta now. Um, oh, they took you out to Atlanta? I went to Atlanta. Mm. That's where the national championships were. That's where the All-American game was. We played at um, Kent State. Mm-hmm. So I got to play on, like, a, a <laughs> university field. Yeah. Which was dope. I about to say, did they, did they support you guys, too? The university did? Um, they, I'm sure that they did some things. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie, I wasn't. Uh, you wasn't paying attention. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. I was just like, man, I'm happy to be here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing that was just incredible was being able to play with a lot of these women that I've played against for, you know, against for a few years. Mm-hmm. And um, 
like building those relationships with people that are as passionate about something as you are and something that's seemingly outside the box um, for women. So that, man, that experience, I was like, I'm coming back, I'm playing, like, mm -hmm. here we go. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. I, I came back to town and my partner was like, you're playing again, aren't you? Absolutely. <laughs> like, retirement, what? No, I'm in there. Yeah. Because it, it, it didn't change my mindset, but it just, it fueled the fire. Mm -hmm. It fueled the fire to know, like, all these women across the country that are playing for similar reasons that I am. Like, I'm playing because I was told I couldn't play when I was a girl, like, when I was younger. Mm -hmm. um, you're a girl, you don't want to play football, you, you need to do this other thing. I've seen, um, I've played against one girl in my life. She played for Pacific another team in high school. She was the punter. She was very good, mm -hmm. but we heard her in like the same quarter trying to block a punt. So it was real awkward on the field after that. Yeah. But she was good at her job. Oh, I'm sure. It was one of those things that even in film, they were like, uh, first of all, we didn't know at the time. But then um, until she took her helmet off, the neighbor, I was like, bruh. Because I was on the field, I was catching a punt. So that's how I knew. And I you know, get tackled and she's just on the ground. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> But uh, yeah, I remember our coach telling us on film their pun. Hey, their punt is really good. Like she has uncanny. Like no freshman should know where to place punts or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But she was pretty good. Getting it done. So uh, What's it? I need to know what that mindset is like. Cause I've always wondered. Um, you know, I, I've played basketball growing up. Played mm -hmm. against boys all the time. Mm -hmm. um, but like on a football field, at like what's that mindset for I you? I think. I think. It, that, for me, um, at one, I, it would take a little getting used to, mm -hmm. and then eventually I'm like, yo, she's on the field, you know? Because because then it would be like this. It, it's unfair, but then you also you don't want to get beat by her. Because what? Because I'm a, what if she's a corner and I'm the receiver, mm -hmm. and she like because I'm like, oh, she's just a girl, or whatever. So I run, I raise a lazy route. She picks it up, takes it to the crib. So now even my coach is like, what, you, what are you doing? So you just gonna let her do that to you? It's the same way. Like you still gotta do your job because she's also like. Because then it's also it's a disservice to her if you disrespect her like that. It's yeah. Seems like when I, that's why I'm thinking about uh, the girl who just moved here, uh, Tony Harris. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I did a, Central Methodist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's cool because she she's gonna be playing in America, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to that game. Let's go to that game. Uh, I'm, I'm down. I'm really excited, but I mean I did a little bonus pot on her. Mm -hmm. I mean there's a reason she's doing it. But also, there's a lot of jealousy because she was on ESPN. She got a Super Bowl commercial. So yeah. All, all these people. And then I looked at her film. I looked at her film from what she put up. I'm like, she's. I, I'm, I'm like, she's not good. But there's a reason she's here. Also, she's. You'd like to believe that the coach saw something in her that she's like, you know what? I can work with this mm -hmm. because technically, the first scholarship offer she got for Bethany College, that was my uh, defensive coordinator before he went to be the head coach over there. Oh wow. Okay. So. Um, but, you know, got people like, oh, she's, like, bro, she's trash. She got all this and all that. And I was like, visceral reaction. So I'm just like, look, let's see how she actually does it. Because there's a reason. Or else, because if they didn't really want on the team, especially in the California JUCO system, she'd be off the team. Right. You know? And then, or she would have quit then. There's a reason she's still doing it. So that's why, I mean, let, me, let me just see how she plays. I'm excited to see. I want to, I'm excited to see her in person. Yeah, because I saw it and I was just like, look. She doesn't look that good, but if you go to NAI and ball, there's a lot of people who don't look that good on film. And some of y'all who are talking bad about it, she's better than you. You just don't <laughs> want to admit it. Right. So I sat there, I was like, man, I sat there like, so it was it was very fun to uh, to talk about her. I, I, at one point I thought, I was like, let me see if I can get her on the podcast, but everybody, mama probably calling all the time to get, try and get on the podcast. Yeah, but you know what? She's not going to say yes or no if you don't call her. Mm -hmm. I, I, <laughs> you're right. 
Close right. mouth. But then also, what am I supposed to do? Like slide her DMs to join my podcast on Twitter? No, you're right. <laughs> That's awkward. Hey, I have this podcast. Like, look, like, <laughs> give me a second before 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 you uh, you delete this DM. Like, I'm not trying to just, like slide and slide in. I'm just trying to get you on a podcast. I just want to so, talk to you. Yeah. So, I mean, she did like the post like on Twitter. So okay. I can just presume that maybe she's liked it. Maybe she didn't listen. Who knows? But I I told my truth. She didn't look that good. But in the end, I and not a lot of people, not a lot of people look that good. And also. Just let's see what happens now. She's going through full camp and all that, and then when she starts playing, yeah. No, what, if she's, yeah what if we see a mid American? She's out here making plays, and I was just like, oh shit. <laughs> if you're on the field, you gotta be there's yeah. respect. Yeah. So so that's that's why I like because it it seems like um, she obviously she's going against the odds, which I always respect. Mm-hmm. I always love people like, oh, you totally can't do anything, and then they do it. Right. You know. And um, no matter who it is, so she's doing kind of the ultimate thing. There's always going to be people hating, but then uh, me and my actually one of my college roommates argue all the time. He was like, "There's no way. There's never going to be a girl ever in the NFL." I'm like, "Not even as a kicker. Like just being like." He's like, "Nah." I'm like, "You're telling me right now, there's never going to be." At one point, people are like, "There's not going to be any black people in the right. NFL," and he's just like, "That's different. How is it different?" Man. And Look, you tell me right now you got it. What's her name? Uh, Carly Lloyd. She wants to become a kicker. T- tell me you're going to say no to a tryout and mm-hmm. see how it works Because then what if she learns how to do it? Then all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit. Now she's great. And she's a great. And she knows how to score. She obviously knows how to score in soccer. Right. Now she, you tell me she can she play can, some she football. Can, right. And she has mm-hmm. the composure. Sure. She has the leg strength. She has all that stuff Man. to do it. I mean, our kicker, I've watched our kicker mm-hmm. hit a 45-yard field goal. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm always on. I'm always like whatever I hear never, like I'm just no. like yeah. But then because before like people like girls couldn't dunk. Now you're watching girls and like the first time I ever saw Candace Park was in that high school uh, dunk contest that she was in. I'm like yo she low key throwing down. Right. Like some of y'all got to step the game up. Y'all y'all was walking in here doing those basic dunks. She's over here trying to do some extra stuff. Look the day I watched Lisa Leslie dunk for the first time in WNBA game, mm-hmm. I was like. Game on, like this. I, I love it. I always feel weird, like whenever you hear a never, especially now, because everybody just throws that word around everywhere. No, you can't. Like, you can't. There's new possibilities every day. All the time. So. All the time. Yeah, and so again, part mm-hmm. of the reason why I'm playing is so like I have a ton of nieces and nephews. Like mm-hmm. they're like, oh yeah, no, Aunt Casey plays. My they call me Casey. Mm-hmm. Aunt Casey plays football. Like my aunt plays football. I can do. I can do that. I can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Like they, they don't see that barrier. Um, and that's, you know, part of my goal in playing is, is to take some of those barriers down from a lot of those girls that don't see themselves being able to do something, not necessarily football, just things in general. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like I go to my brother's house, first thing my nephews, Aunt Casey, let's go play football outside. <laughs> like, he knows Aunt Casey comes over, we're going to go outside and play football. Okay. okay. So, uh, that was super rapid. That was, that was so <laughs> rapid. All right, next question. Six minute rapid yeah. fire question. All right, next question. So, how long do you see yourself uh, playing the game? You already you already went through your retirement pack, so <laughs> played a season after that. Mm-hmm. That's a great question. I, you know, I get to the end of the season and evaluate myself and great, my injuries. Great, and great, great professional Brett Favre answer. Did right you there. like that? That was solid. It's like it's a, at least it's better than Big Ben. It's like I don't know, maybe I don't have it. Then he just walks off. I'm like, you're just not gonna say that. He right? can trip. <laughs> don't talk about that, dude. <laughs> but yeah, that's a great professional answer. All right. Um, if there's what what position besides the two positions, well, the multiple positions you have now, what 
would be your dream position in football? My dream position? Yeah. Besides what I play now? Mm -hmm. <sighs> like, you know, like, this is going to sound real weird because I think everybody wants to be the quarterback. You know, I don't want to be the quarterback. I, well, first, I don't. I really don't at all. The one position I was, I like to be like the punter on like a really high scoring team. Like being the Chiefs punter. <laughs> you're like, yo, I'm just cashing checks doing nothing. Like, Dustin, we do need you today, yeah. actually. Yeah. Like, wait, just what? This one time. Please, sir, if you could just stretch out a little bit. Like, like you got to put your cleats on. <sighs> Again? This is the this like, is the third time in eight weeks. It's like it's um sorry to bring them up again, the Patriots. We're just like, oh, uh, the freaking dude, he just made like a million dollars today and he he didn't do anything. He walked on the field and held a football. Right. That's all he did. I was like, everybody else sore, I'm just like, I'm rolling. I could do that. Like I'm rolling. Man. everybody else sore, going to the cold tub. I was like, yo, I got I'm gonna go kick it with my wife. <laughs> I'm chilling today. Didn't even get touched. Night guys. <laughs> I'll see y'all Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Just old school, like smoking cigarettes and drinking yeah. on the sideline. Like, oh, we ain't coming till Wednesday. <laughs> I'm out, bro. <laughs> oh, that's funny. No, I don't. One of my one of my old teammates actually played mm -hmm. every position on the field at one point. That's awesome. And I think that would be so cool. Like, I look at quarterback and I'm like, that's. There's so much that goes into there. There's so no one, much. And no wonder that people say it's the hardest position to play in sports. Did, does it count if I've taken snaps at like the wild time? Did you throw it? It was wet. Did, <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to throw it. Did you throw the football? I didn't throw the football. Then, then no, it don't Come count. Come on, wait. No, no, it don't count. Man. I, I know they put you back there, but unless at one point you're not. There like, was an option too. Did you throw the football? I didn't. Christian, like, did you throw the football? No. Then no, it don't count. I'm counting it. No, it don't count. I'm putting it on the board. No. You want to know why? Because no. even when a quarterback take off, Tom Brady take off, they count it as rushing yards. Tom Brady take off. Okay. Man, get out of here. My bad. Panama Mahomes take off. <laughs> they don't give it to him as passing yards. Yo, these are rushing yards, bro. That's what does it say next to their name? QB. Okay. So when LaShawn McCoy line up at the Wildcat position, and then he takes off, what is he going to say? Look, you out here trying Christian, to Christian, make... what is he going to say? You're trying to make Krishna? these points. No, Krishna? no, don't lean into the mic like this. Kr Krishna. Everybody's just going to listen to us argue now. Krishna. I'm taking my points. Sure. Right. <laughs> you're out here acting like you Muhammad Sanu. At least Muhammad Sanu complete passing. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm more like a Dontari foe. <laughs> that one may be one of the worst passes I've ever seen in my life. Doesn't matter. I was frustrated Doesn't watching that play. Doesn't matter. As a receiver, I was like, are you, are you serious? Doesn't matter. All right. Whatever. So great. Whatever. Uh, All right. Whatever. You Next know what, question. maybe, maybe, I might be able to answer this one. Mm -hmm. Maybe like, maybe a guard. <laughs> you just want to pull it. I somebody. just want to pull it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you saw exactly where that was going. All right, yeah, all right. yeah. Okay, uh, next question. So, um, what is an unknown sport that you, what sport have you played that you want to play? Like me, it's curling. Ooh. Because I've seen the people who curl. And, and you're like, I can, can do, do this. that. <laughs> like, I should never feel that way about an Olympic sport. But I'm, I'm, I'm giving you a little homework. Go home tonight and look up the U.S. curling Olympic No, team. no, I know. Like my some that look like they dropped their kids off at daycare and then walked into the arena. And they're like, look at this. Let's just jump on this sport. Like, like, 
It's it's if you want to go curling, go up to Lime Creek Community Center. There's a curling club. Check it out. I'm about um, to curl my oh, bruh. I, that is the one sport I think. First of all, ain't no black people on a curling team. Let's change that. All right, and just. We should, I should not, I, I, I keep saying it, I should not be able to look at an Olympic team and be like, I can, I can make that team. Like, my thing, you gotta know somebody on the team. <laughs> that's my, that's my, that may be the only thing that stops me. I could be great, but then I get up to the trials and I'm like, yeah, Luther really good, but, I mean, we got John and, and his dad, you know, help out on the team a little bit, so. so we just go through that. Yeah, Luther, you're on an alternate. <laughs> Like the third alternate, we'll call you. And if people back out, we got you. Yeah, they don't even take me on the trip. <laughs> They're like, they'll call me like, hey, hey, uh, John broke his toe. Can so, you jump on a plane? Like, can you pay for a plane to come out to Korea? <laughs> That's three grand, bro. I can't do it. I can't do it. Like, um, I should just put me on the team because y'all know I'm better. But whatever. No, that's funny. Um, you know, there's a couple of sports that I've seen. Mm -hmm. Man, I wish I knew about that when I was younger. Mm -hmm. um, water polo. Mm -hmm. Lacrosse. Lacrosse is a tougher game than it looks like. I, it is, mm -hmm. but I would. This is gonna sound bad. Like they take out some of the contact in, in the women's game, mm -hmm. um, so they don't get to like hit people or something <laughs> and stuff. And I'm like, no, I want to play men's lacrosse. I want to hit somebody. <laughs> um, and then like team handball. Have you seen that? Mm -mm. Man. Is that something that they show in the Ocho? <laughs> I enjoy that. That may be the, one of the best things, except for 30 for 30s that ESPN has stumbled on. Is I watched the, Ocho. the World Pizza Championships. I don't even know what that means. And like, bruh, countries. Yeah. No, they gotta make the pizza. What? Like, bruh, this dude's like, like you know what you do when you see like the Hongo Trotters with a football or the, with a basketball? This dude's flipping around like the pizza dough. He's oh, like yeah. dodging stuff. Yeah. I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Like, and uh, Team USA coming back down minus 50 points to win the World Pizza Championships. I was like, when was they down 50 points? My mouth is agape right now to even think that this is a thing. It's like that. It's like the World Dodgeball thing and Team USA came back against uh, a Central American uh, country. Don't matter. They were down 12, uh, 12 guys to two and Team USA came back and won. What? Yeah. Yeah, so things that you would see on the show. Mm -hmm. Team Handball I saw on... Uh, like one of the Olympic channels during mm -hmm. the, what, oh. You heard? During the 12 yeah. Olympics. You heard they added breakdancing, right? Yeah, they added breakdancing. The next one, they're thinking about adding esports. So you're gonna have kids playing Fortnite for the, for the reputation of America. I'm gonna knock your mic over. I'm not even playing with you. Go Google it. Esports make money now. They do. No, I understand. I'm just, I don't want. It's a wanna, thing, but it's like. You gotta at least be. I'm not letting you. You play esports. You, all you're gonna do, you're gonna walk in the arena and sit down on a chair. I mean. Like, there's no. Maybe your thumb. You I was like, your thumb thumbs? dexterity yeah. and strength. Woo! Like, did they put you in a combine? Like, I'm gonna stretch thumbs out. <laughs> like, check out. They got trainers there, <laughs> acupuncture on your yeah. hands. Like, oh, we got a cramp. We got, oh, oh my God, Team USA is in, this, is in a bind. <laughs> Somebody get the pickle. Oh, Josh, Josh got a cramp in his leg and he is the tank. We have a problem. Oh, coach calling timeout. He's calling oh. us up in. No, no. I can't even entertain this right what, now. What if somebody, they're walking up the stage, somebody pull a hamstring because he's just that unathletic. Right. It's like walking But it's fine. He can just sit. Oh, John, John, he pulled a hamstring. Oh, my God. How is Team USA going to handle this? They'll be fine because he only needs his thumbs. Um, <laughs> look. <laughs> 
is going off the rails. This is madness. Alright, alright. Uh, you said, which sport did you say? Okay. I think, I think water polo. I would love, mm-hmm. I, I wish I knew, I swam when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I wish I, it, it was a sport that was around here, because I think I would have been pretty good at water polo. Right. That would have been a lot of fun. Last question. Last question. That's the question I ask everybody. So would you want to have a solution to world peace or end world hunger? All right, I've thought about this. Yeah. Because I heard the question. Yeah. Um, and definitely world peace. And I say that, mm-hmm. and I think, I mean, Nicole and George are my people, and <laughs> I, I, I will promise that I heard you, I listened to Nicole's episode. Yeah. And you asked that question, and I paused it because mm-hmm. I was like, "What would I do in that situation?" Mm-hmm. And and then I came up with my answer, mm-hmm. and then my answer happened in my ears when I pressed play again because she said the same thing I was thinking. Okay. Like I think, you know, once you achieve world peace, then that allows us to communicate in ways that we're not right now, and to care for our fellow man in a way that we are not right now, and share our resources. In Freaking kind, man. All right, uh, that's it. We reached the end of the podcast. We almost went an hour. That, this was a great time. Yeah, I had a, I had a blast. It is very small. Man, when I tell y'all, we can touch all the walls in this room it's, from it's, where we're sitting. It's very small. Yeah. It's. I'm actually kind of. I'm glad we got this done. <laughs> but, all right. Well, guys, that was Krishna Lee, one of the multi-talented people that I've, I've had the pleasure of coming to know and I, I, I hope to get to know you better. I'm going to try to come out to a Titans game. Let's go. I just want to see you hit somebody to be completely honest with you. And I'll send you some video. I'm, send it. <laughs> send it. Send it all. I'll post it on the podcast page. But if you guys have any questions for Krishna or myself, but mainly Krishna because she's doing, she's in a league that not a lot of people know about. I still have so many questions I want to ask you, but maybe we'll do like a follow-up. We can do a follow-up. Yeah. Especially as we get close to season, because pretty soon you, before you know it, mini camps will be here for you. Yeah. And then you'll be like, all right, look, this is the A gap. <laughs> all right, Kathy, this is the this A is gap. A. All right, I need you to control this gap. Just don't, just, just mind your gap. Just, just, just do your job. That's what I need from you. You know, like Absolutely. a shirt that says that. Do your job. Yes. Yeah. So, um, if you have any questions for myself or her. You can call the podcast or email the podcast. Call or text the podcast at 805-539-2698. For you, Krishna, it's 805-53-YCMWT. There it is. Yeah. You can email the podcast at my uh, ycmwt at gmail.com. You can like the Facebook page. You can follow the Twitter page. There's probably another page. I don't know. You got all the things. Yeah. You're covering um, all the platforms. Yeah, don't forget to rate, share, subscribe, and review the podcast um, on any, because now uh, it's accepted by radio.com, still waiting for Pandora. Pandora taking their time. I'm not appreciating that. Well, you know, they're probably just making sure you're legit. Bro, it's everywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's on Stitcher. I found it on like some other couple of those sites that I didn't even know about. So now I'm just like, I need to get an accurate number of how many people listen to my podcast. Yeah. So, um, I've been recommended by a couple people to buy to either go to an aggregate service that will find every place that my podcast is at and see how many people actually listen. Um, don't forget, I need you. Did, did you subscribe to the podcast? I subscribe to the podcast. That's what I'm talking about. I'm in there. Also, yeah. So then after I leave with you, I'm going to go home and, um, 
complain about how easy it is for people to just play video games because of all the shootings we've had lately. Man. And that is just the laziest. It is the laziest argument. And I, I'm going to give you a little taste here right now. So if you're going to blame violent video games like Walmart, like we're not going to show violent video games anymore. Don't show your guns either. We know you sell them, don't show them. We shouldn't watch. Then if we, if we can't do violent video games, we shouldn't read violent books. So Game of Thrones books, Harry Potter books, they gone. We can't watch violent TV shows. So Game of Thrones, gone. That's his name. Still needs to go anyway. But the whole, <laughs> the whole package is gone. We can't watch like Rambo. We shouldn't be watching Too, too Fast, Too Furious, whatever the hell number they at now. We shouldn't. Oh, I love that you went with two. Like that was like 2002. Was, yeah, but for some reason that movie's on, man. I'm watching it. I I can't stop. Like, it's, it's that in Tokyo Drift. I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> like, the main character, like Mike Winchell from Friday Night Lights, he, it's like he left that set and walked right into the and next like, set. like, I'm ready. And he's like, it's just like some, some redneck dude in Japan, and I'm here for every second of it. <laughs> uh, Krishna, how can the people find you if they want to get, uh, if they want to follow you on social media? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm on Instagram at KCLee45. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's mostly where I'm at. I'm, I'm not the most social media. I really personally I keep my like my Facebook and I got a Twitter specifically for the podcast. Mm-hmm. So it was weird trying to learn how to use that. As a 26 year old man, you think I would know? I, I have no idea. I, I just a, yeah. post. I use like a posting service to You're post like, on there it. There it is. All right, I'm out of here, deuces. I have a Twitter. I couldn't tell you how to log into no, it. No. It's out there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, anything else you got for the people? Yeah, no, this is great. It's, it's, it's super cool to know that, you know, there's people like you that are shining lights on such vastly different subjects. Yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been so much fun to, uh, to, uh, to just sit down with all these people. Like, the episode that's going to come out before yours, mm-hmm. um, I sat down with Tino, and he's a pastor at the Methodist Church. And he was talking, and uh, just a little thing for the people who actually listen to this don't know because they probably listened to it already. He's talking about how um, the Methodist Church is going to approach um, gay people and the thing about um, ordaining them as pastors and marrying them. Oh, wow. it's, it's becoming something that, I, I mean, I've always thought it's going to become something that you can't just avoid anymore. And the church, I, at least for me, in my opinion, every time the church is like, we don't, like, you stand on that moral high ground and I'm like, you understand that, but you're priests and whatever people in power are doing what they're doing to people like it's you're being massively hypocritical and even like the Pope understands that yeah also the Pope is cool I have a beer with him you know you know he used to be a former bouncer I'm sorry what yeah before he became um I guess a godly man he used to be a bouncer he was about that life in my head the Pope is like 5'2 hey don't mess with him that's all I'm saying you got your knees man you think after mass like look just a little bit of come out. So look, I'm not saying y'all gotta go, but but listen, look, it's three o'clock. All right, <laughs> lights are on. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go minister to the other people in the west side of Vatican right now. So y'all gotta get y'all out. Gotta get out. Y'all gotta get out. Like just, it just. That, that, that. He's like, sorry, sorry. That's he's, he's, he sees somebody while he's preaching, and somebody makes a sudden move, and he's like, whoa, hey, 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 <laughs> sit down. Like I just gotta take my three year old to the bathroom. Sit down. <laughs> all right. And he's like, watch that one. Yeah. That one right there. But we've no, not wasted that'll no time. Be, that'll be an awesome episode. I'm mm-hmm. excited for that. I'm mm-hmm. excited for all the stuff you're doing. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to continue following you. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for doing it. Especially on basically really short notice. 
Yeah, we jumped right into it. Yeah, we talked, what, like a week ago? And all of a sudden, you're on the podcast. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. So, thank you guys so much. Um, Stay safe out there. I love you guys. Bye.